When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Avery. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Concentration, not strength. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello. hey y'all i'm I'm sorry i'm just your opening quote it threw me for a loop uh i'm not sure how it pertains to this week's episode i honestly wasn't paying attention can you do it again all right i'll just start it over hey everybody concentration not strength i'm like that's tommy no we're not starting over for everyone (laughs) (laughs) our audience needs to know what concentration not strength like i'm still curious about it the quote from the movie yeah it's like why i chose it yeah okay let's go full disclosure here we were gonna have a guest on he was scheduled to be on got a last minute audition we, we- had to call an audible didn't have much time to find a relevant quote so i went with one that i thought would just be very uh recognizable and i settled on concentration not strength I thought it was just a, a very general catch-all. Have you? Move. I have a very important question. Have you kept track of every one of these quotes? Like, do you know if you've ever reused? I have not kept track. Maybe one of our listeners can uh, confirm that. And I am. I try not to repeat them, but I'm fairly confident I have. Before. I think you've used that one before. Have I? I'm it trying to think what what episode familiar. it might have been. We haven't really. Ha- I feel like concentration, not strength, would be a good Fulton one. Um, maybe a good like um, Bombay coaching one. Yeah. Unless you did like take the fall at hurt, get indignant. I think he did. I have do done that. that before. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So I'll try and go back one of these days <laughs> and write down all my quotes just so I don't repeat them because you can't have that. Nobody likes a repeater. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No one likes a repeater. Nobody likes a repeater. <laughs> See what you did there. It took me like the third time to get it, but I finally got it. Anyway. I wonder if anyone's still listening at this point. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, our guest that was scheduled to come on uh, had a last-minute audition. He's going to be on next week. At least that's the current plan. So get your quiet questions in. I already sent it out, but Aaron Schwartz is scheduled to be on. Get your quiet – he played carp. I should mention that before. Um Get your quiet questions in for him. Hopefully, we'll have really good ones, and then we'll, we who knows we might act, actually pick one or two instead of just one. I'll leave the option open for multiple. I like how we'll pick one or two instead of just one. So yeah, like, yeah, we will. <laughs> I it's a rough start for you, Mike. I know. I'm. I realize I misspoke, but you can't just like stop and then repeat it. You can't just erase. Yeah, it. yeah we're making sure you can't do that. <laughs> So I just had to keep going. I, I thought I recovered about as well as you could have there, but apparently not. You didn't. 
let's just get going on the top. Tommy, what is our topic today? Uh, our topic today, uh, and it's not just critique Mike's uh, intro, it's uh, touching on a subject that was brought up by um, Ty McClary. You know him as Dwayne Robertson in an interview a few episodes back. He talks about how he and uh, Keenan Thompson, who played Russ, became really good friends. And so we always kind of noticed that Dwayne and Russ characters were like best buds, like in the movies. So we're going to look and determine who were the best friends among all the ducks, like who, you know, went together with each other, you know, like peas and carrots. Like lamb and tuna fish. Yeah, it's a Big Daddy reference. (laughs) Exactly. Really good movie. We've been quoting Big Daddy a lot lately. Really? What's Mm -hmm. the other one? Concentration, not strength. (laughs) (laughs) When's the last time you saw Big Daddy? Uh, probably that's you know, been a while. I don't know. It comes on like TBS. Every now and then. <laughs> yeah, I, like normally when it's on TBS, I'll watch it. Like I'll come across and I'll watch it until the commercial break or something. So I'm, I think I've seen like the entire movie over the last three years in like mm-hmm. nine minute segments. That's just interesting for Kevin that he hasn't really watched it recently, but is still quoting it. I feel like Tommy and I have been quoting it a lot lately. I don't know, not on not on the show, but just in life. In life. Yeah, I think uh, we did use the, uh, like, I know Uncle Ray, like, that's great, Uncle Ramus. I know the catfish are huge. That's, that's terrific. terrific. I think I've said that recently. Yeah. I know I butchered that quote, but Mike will link to it in the show notes. <laughs> yes. Okay, back to the topic. Back I feel like to this is going to be one of those shows. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> I feel like that's our, those are our best shows. Uh, back to the topic at hand for, the like, the third time I've said that. Yeah, as Tommy mentioned... You know what? Let's just start over. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody! Uh, As Tommy mentioned, Ty McClary, Keenan Thompson, friends in real life, we see them friends in the movies, especially D3 early on. Keenan and Dwayne are talking with the group, and then they go to the assembly. Um, Keenan drops to something about a shrinking sphincter line, that kind of deal. So it carried over... That should have been your, your opening quote, something about a shrinking sphincter. That should have been it. Whenever we have Keenan on, that'll be it. That's true. No, when Keenan's on, it'll be you got dis bad G, and then you blow into the glass because that's what he does <laughs> when like when we're first introduced to him. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. I do remember that. Yeah, I believe Kevin used that when he redesigned his the USA Today page. <laughs> <laughs> that was the highest quality image of him that I could find. <laughs> that there'll be a link to that in the show notes. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely put that in there. Uh, yeah, so we look at this, and we're looking at the characters in general. I should specify that before we go. And, I mean, I had it in numerical order, and then Tommy made fun of me before the show, so I changed it to alphabetical order by last name. So let's start with... Well, hold on, hold on. Are you going to like just go down through the list of characters? I feel like we could just get a couple away, like, oh. away like right off the bat. Like Russ and Dwayne. Are we going to say, yeah, they're best friends? Sure. And then do we want to go ahead and say the Bash Brothers? Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. Does this include uh, Kenny Wu? The original Bash Brothers, the two. Mm, This is interesting because we have 19 players. So there could be a three-way friendship triangle here or we could just have one lone i do think they like adopt him as like their little brother you know yeah but at the same time i don't think they're like um like going out together necessarily i think they would so do you think he's like their like comic relief like you know like 
So you, so you think like Portman says, "Full head, I got a couple of chicks, you know, coming back to my place, living, you know, let's go." And like they're just like, "Kenny, why don't you go?" Like Kenny has a car. Let's get Kenny to drive us. <laughs> Kenny, we need you to go pick us up some drugs. Come with us. Yeah, I mean, I I could see that. I could see they just have him like hanging around and whatnot. Yeah, I like I like that. I I also think that that does work because we all know that. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily think that Kenny is uh, shown much affection for anyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think it would be logical for him to kind of stick out with him. He doesn't seem like he's a best friend kind of guy. I'm, like and and he's like a, a, like an important part of the team, but he's not like a, you know I'm I'm gonna be there for everything. But I think the Bash Brothers kind of adopting him and getting him to come out of his shell would be good. I just want to say that I would totally watch a sitcom. Of the like the three of them just like living in an apartment in New York City or something. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I like that. I think maybe that that'll c- be another episode uh, where we just plot all the episodes out of what they do. Yeah, or is it going to be called the Bash Brothers? No, I feel like we could be like bashed something. or something <laughs> oh, like yeah. that. You know? Yeah, or it could be something off bashed where bashed a little bit. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like they all like you know that terrible movie. Where I think Anthony Anderson was in it, where they, they all like it was like three guys all became dads or something to limit like that. that. Narrow down the <laughs> terrible Anthony Anderson movies, <laughs> and it was called something along like My Baby's Daddy, I think. Okay, <laughs> the it's, fact that you've seen this, I have not seen. It. I remember the trailer. Okay, and so maybe it's something where they all three have kids at the same time. So it's called like the Bash brothers babies or something like that or some or the bash fathers bash fathers Ooh, i i like all right the sitcom focuses around kenny woo and it's called bashful because he's shy oh okay we can we can keep talking or it could be the the wu-tang clan oh (laughs) that's good that's good i don't know if we're gonna uh, get in some rights disputes, or copyright <laughs> infringement, or whatever. But that's good. I uh, feel like they'd be cool with it. We'll definitely cir- circle back to this. At some yeah, point. yeah. So look Stay forward tuned. to that episode. Uh, as for now, okay. So we have we have uh, uh, Russ so, and Dwayne. Yes, and then we have Portman, Fulton, and Wu all together. And Correct. Just to be clear, we're making the assumption that if somebody is best friends with somebody that we're naming now they can't also be best friends with somebody else right so mendoza is not best friends so with fulton can't be conway's best friend correct which he i mean yeah. you could argue he. you gotta be mutually best friends yeah hmm okay all right at the same time though fulton is definitely a friend to everyone yeah i mean all right sorry carry on <laughs> i i understand yeah. your hesitation though yeah because i don't know i don't know where charlie falls now well, I think. Do you, do you want to just go right into Charlie? We can do that. I think Banks, uh, and I think it's by default. I I mean, you never really see them have like two. Not that Banks really has much of a warm relationship with anybody, but I think the problem is is Banks maybe doesn't have a best friend. Because yeah. I mean, you could maybe say Charlie and Averman. Uh, hmm, that's tough. Hmm. Yeah, I so mean, you're gonna go with Portman and Wu as best friends, and Fulton and Charlie? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying open, leaving open the possibility that Fulton and Charlie also are best friends. Yeah, so he's saying that like Charlie wouldn't be part of that triumvirate, but 
he would be Fulton's best friend. So like Charlie and Fulton are best friends by day, but Fulton goes out at night with the best. Well, I mean, I, I, so, I think you can have multiple best friends. I agree, but for the purposes of this podcast, can you? I have two best friends in this room right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? I just have one. <laughs> um, Sorry, Mike. No, I. I <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, I, I, you know, I understand. I mean, we could do that. That Charlie's best friend is Fulton, but Fulton's best friend is Portman. Yeah. Slash. That woo. makes it a little less fun, though. Yeah, that's true. It's less all right, fun that that's, way. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Let's let's leave it. It has to be mutually exclusive. Okay. Yeah. So what are we? Th- are we thinking Charlie and Banks here? I, I mean, I originally said that because Banks doesn't seem to have let's, anyone let's else. Let's circle back to Charlie. Yeah. Okay. It's like when you're taking a test I, and you're like, I don't know that one, so I'll just come back to it. I and then you don't know any of them. I was gonna say I was gonna throw out there that Julian Goldberg just kind of the, almost by default as well. And I mean, they very much have like the that uh, like picking on each other type relationship. Mm-hmm. But I do think they would consider themselves really good friends. I see. That's that's interesting because I could consider maybe uh, like maybe Charlie and Goldberg would they be really good friends? Like I like yeah. in first one, you know, I, I would say that over not. Banks. Yeah, because the first one, Charlie and Goldberg are not really good friends. You know, he's. Because Goldberg's like, yeah. oh, it's Spazway. You know? None of them are really good just because they're all a bunch of little assholes to each other. Yeah. Um, but I, I could see Goldberg and Charlie being best friends in like two and three, especially three. What about Charlie and Gee? No, not. No, I, I always. Gee would be Connie. Gee, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That was. Okay. Yeah. We should have yeah. uh, crossed them off early on. Yeah. Gee and Connie, and like with apologies to, you know, uh, Jesse, because I think Jesse and Gee are really close. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I think Jesse has other options, though. <laughs> other options. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so I mean, let's let's. Go I mean, to- Jesse and Terry by default <laughs> would also be best friends in this scenario. Yeah, they're they're not the Bash brothers; they're just the brothers, the regular brothers. But I mean, you don't necessarily have to be best friends with your brother if you don't want to. Some yeah. brothers hate each other. That's true. But in that scenario, who's Terry's best friend? It could be uh Tam or Tommy. Um Yeah, Tammy. Didn't um didn't uh Jane Plank I mean this is going kind of away from the Mighty Ducks universe, but didn't Jane Plank say that she used to hang out with Jesse Smollett a lot, who played Terry? I feel like she told us that when we interviewed her. But maybe not. I mean so Was I here for that? Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't you must have that. made a huge impact. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're we're kind of going all over the place. <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. Let's regroup. So let's just start at the top. Dave slash Lester Averman. Any okay. candidates? Any early candidates? Any obvious things for Dave slash Lester? I think mm, that's tough. Goldberg, maybe? Yeah, I was going to say Goldberg. Because they're both jokesters. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see them totally just like hanging out at this at, at practice, just like off to the side, just like not giving a shit. I like, could imagine Averman always going to the Goldberg deli and like just making himself a sandwich. <laughs> like he's like the part of the family that they don't really want to be a part of the family, but he's always there anyway. Like the and parents don't like they are annoyed by him. He's like always staying so for dinner. And then like yeah. when the Goldbergs go on like vacation to the Adirondacks or something, he's going to. Yeah, I can see that. Did, who gets Averman from the movie theater in D two? 
Charlie and is it Jesse? That's actually a really good. I mean, unless they were going strictly by location, like a yeah, geographical location. But that is a pretty good indicator. I hadn't thought about that, like who they chose to go get first. Mm-hmm. Like that that would be a pretty good symbol of like a friendship. Like, oh, we got to go get Averman, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it would be. But it would also make a lot of sense to be geographical. Like he just yeah. happens to be the closest one. I so. could also imagine like because uh, it's uh, it's Charlie and, and Jesse, right? I believe so. I would have to look it up. I can imagine them being like, oh, we need to go get everyone. It's like, let's go grab a bite first. And they go to the mall, right? That's true. Yeah. Like, oh, let's go to the mall, get Averman, and... Averman can probably get us free popcorn. Yeah, and get some, like, <laughs> like hot dogs or something. Mm, and then don't, then don't they go get Goldberg next? Or are they... I think so. I don't know. We're going to have to, like... Or they might have gotten Connie and Gee next. But I, 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 but I think it's strictly geographical. Yeah, I mean, they do... They do rollerblade like a long way. <laughs> yeah, it's not like where it's like, oh, we have to go up six miles just because we got to get my best friend before we go down the street. <laughs> yeah, there was someone on the internet that like figured out what that was from Minnesota and figured out like the mileage they went, and it was crazy. Nice, like the guy that did the the Rocky route. Oh yeah, yeah, he figured it, it figured out that it would would have been like twenty six miles or something that he <laughs> ran during the mountain marathon. <laughs> All right, so are we saying Averman and Goldberg? I think so. At least for now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I mean, do we want to go to Banks then, or do we want to keep him in mind as we move on? Wait, did you cross out? Oh, yeah. Never mind. Do we want to go to Banks? Or should, Let's, we... should we knock out some of the other ones that we know? All right, so, I mean, what about, like, Tam- Tommy Duncan? Then? Well, I was thinking more lines of the Carp and Peter. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've established that Carp and Peter are best friends. Yeah. For better or for worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, any, and then we're, we're taking Jesse and Terry together as best friends? I mean, I think you almost have to. All right. I don't can... know. I don't know where else Terry would fall. Unless, like, he mentions that Tommy Duncan's in his science class, so it's not like they're super close. And he does give Lynette's his sister, Tammy. You know, obviously he likes her. But he doesn't really know her all that much. Yeah. So, all right. So we'll go Jesse and Terry then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, we're, we've kind of figured this out. Then it's got to go Tommy and Tammy Duncan. Okay. Even though they don't seem to like each other all that much. Yeah, but they got each other's back. All right. Or, I mean, you could also make, uh, like, a Tammy and Julie assumption, just that they're, like, the lone... They, they never played together with each other, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It'd be... Connie would have to be in there, but Connie's with Guy. That's true. Never mind. And that's very sexist of you. I'm just saying, they would probably gravitate toward each other. I mean, it would just happen. Okay, so basically, if we do Jace, Jesse and Terry, and then Tommy and Tammy, the logical next ones are... Charlie and Banks, but that leads Julie the Cat and Mendoza to be best friends. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> which is probably... I mean, in, in that case, you could do that, like... I can imagine Julie and Kenny Wu honestly being really good friends because they're both good students. Mm-hmm. I can imagine them, like, studying together and, like, helping the team. Like, hey, guys, we need to, you know, get our geography homework done. And that leaves Mendoza as the lone one. And that doesn't surprise me, though. He never seems super close, and he's, like, the Mr. Steal Your Girlfriend... Oh, yeah. We didn't establish that he does steal people's girlfriends. And so, like, they'll probably, oh, hey, you know, Mendoza, we're going to go play, you know, Xbox at, you know, Goldberg's house or whatever. And he's like, no, man, I got two dates tonight. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I mean, Xbox wouldn't be around. But I, I was going to say that would okay, be an amazing gonna... feat if they'd figured <laughs> out how to do that. We're going to go play on the Abacus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like if you think about D three, like he is kind of by himself, just trying to get the cheerleader girl. Um, I mean, D two, nothing really sticks out as like a camaraderie builder from him for anybody along with anybody else. So, um, yeah, you could do that. You could do that, and then, uh, and then we'd be basically completed here. Or I could maybe see Julie and Banks being really good friends too, based on the fact that they're both like ultra competitive and like at the top of their sport. Oh, they like make each other better, and maybe yeah. they like practice. Like, hey, let's practice. You know. Yeah, and they're both pretty like laser focused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Okay. Then that would leave Charlie and Mendoza. And we've already kind of established that Mendoza's a lone guy. And Charlie, I mean, he's just nobody, coach's pet. Yeah, nobody really likes Charlie. They tolerate Charlie. Okay. Well, I mean, is there a way that Charlie is the, the outcast here? Because he is the one that kind of quits the team and then reluctantly comes back, much more reluctantly than Fulton. So they, Well, uh, I don't think there's a candidate on the team to be, quote-unquote, best friends with Charlie. Other than Fulton. Mm-hmm. You okay. Because I definitely don't think Charlie and Mendoza are best friends. I think they barely speak. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, okay. Although the, neither of them can really, they're both pretty clumsy when it comes down yeah, to it. Yeah, Spaz way. So are we saying that both Charlie and Luis are just kind of on their own then? And then you have the three-way Bash Brother combo? Well, it's also, I mean, Charlie is kind of the leader. I mean, obviously. I mean, he's the captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it could be something where they kind of revere him a little bit. Yeah. And I, I don't think... Uh, and maybe it's something where it's like like we've got all the friends hanging out, but Charlie's always with one of the groups. Like, Charlie isn't necessarily by himself like Mendoza would be. So Charlie would be hanging out with Fulton and, and Kenny and, and Portman. Or Charlie would, you know, be kicking it with... You know, Avery and Goldberg. And so he's kind of like a rotational guy. Oh, okay. I see that. I can see and, that. And I think that would be a good captain, like making sure that like you're with all the groups. You keep yeah. them together because you don't want, you know, Avery and Goldberg to be, you know, have a tiff with, you know, Connie and Gee. That's true. That's so, true. You need the kind of a common thread to bring the groups together. So in this scenario, Mendoza's just chilling? I think Mendoza's just chilling. I mean, he's doing his own thing. Charlie probably tries to get him to come to the other groups. Yeah, I can see that. All right, so let's just kind of recap here. So Averman and Goldberg. Yes, I'm I'm really certain about that one. And then it's Banks and Julie. Yeah, and that that makes sense from what Kevin brought up, the athletic standpoint. Okay, and then we have Charlie, who's kind of going between groups. Then you have Tommy and Tammy, Guy and Connie, Terry and Jesse, uh, Dave and Peter. Dave being Carp. Dave Carp, yeah. Thank you. Uh, um, and then Luis is on his own. And then you have Portman, Fulton, Wu, and then Dwayne and Russ. You forgot one. Which one? Kevin, Mike, and Tommy. <laughs> I did forget that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, any changes there? Or do we like where we're at? I think it's good. Um, I mean, if if you had to, like, say you can't have more than three, you could maybe say Kenny Wu and Mendoza. I mean, 
you can imagine that they probably bonded a bit when they uh like because they were two new guys as well and you know they weren't like portman obviously gravitated toward fullen and like julie the cat you know he's a goalkeeper so you're not really gonna be practicing as much with her um you know Dwayne, i mean they probably both are i don't want to say they're annoyed by Dwayne, but they can i can imagine them being like this aw shucks cowboy guy so mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if they gravitated toward each other but i think uh it's more likely that mendoza is kind of on his own not that he's like on the outs with anyone yeah all right but who do you think mendoza would say who is his best friend is on the team um do you i think he would by default say charlie this is tough I I can see the Wu angle pretty well. They're just coming in as the newer guys. They kind of, um, they're kind of kind of in a similar vein more so than like Portman, who's this big enforcer dude, or Julie, who's a goalie. Uh, I mean Dwayne is up there. Like maybe maybe Luis as one of them, either Dwayne or Ken, or maybe he just is like full of himself and says like, oh, I'm better than all these people. I never got the impression that Mendoza, at least in D2, that Mendoza was full of himself just because he couldn't stop. That's true. So I could see him being real bashful, especially if he sees Dwayne like with his puck handling, being very impressed and almost like intimidated. Um, but I can imagine Wu being like, oh, hey, you know, I'm Ken and you know, don't let him get to you, whatever. You'll, you'll stop eventually. Plus, Kenny Wu could maybe teach him how to stop. That's like, true. He is the expert. Yeah. The As skating a expert. Skater, yeah. Kid from the Olympics. So, Yeah. There you go. I I like it. I mean, if anyone has any gripes, feel free to send them to Kevin. Uh, <laughs> give out your Twitter handle. No, uh, feel just send them to us at Quack Tech Pod on Twitter, or just leave a comment. Uh, we actually are getting a lot of comments on the website. I enjoy reading them, so keep them coming. Uh, right now, it's time for everyone's second favorite segment, other than the first seg- main segment where we just talk about what the topic is, <laughs> and that. <laughs> That is the quack question. That was beautiful. Uh, thank you. If you are unfamiliar with the quack question, we put out a call for quack questions on Twitter. Uh, if they're super long, you can email them to us. But they're just questions you guys have. We try to answer them. Kevin, what is the quack question? Uh, okay, this week, I uh, can't remember if he, if he also or he or she or whoever this is. Uh, it was the, was the uh, quack question last week, so I apologize if it's... Uh, Back-to-back week, but this week's question comes from at Totally Offside, and the question is, which is very appropriate, did Carp and Peter have a healthy relationship, or is their friendship toxic in nature? This is tough, because, I mean, we have talked about this a little bit. It does seem that, like, Peter kind of manipulates Carp into doing things that he thinks are funny, like when they... He tells him to fight the Hawks kids, like, and then everyone stands back, and Carp gets beat up until Fulton comes. But Carp does seem to like Peter, and for the most part, they seem to be just kind of on the team, hanging around like normal kids. So I think it's fairly healthy, but I think Peter's definitely um, the leader here, the the controller. He's the, he's of the, the puppet master. Yeah, yeah. I, but I don't I don't know if it's toxic though do you think you could become toxic like when they get older and it's something like hey you know i've got this uh i know this guy we can make some extra cash you know if you know we just uh do a little 
some nefarious things. Either that or uh, Carp finally realizes that like Peter's been taking advantage of him after all these years, so he kind of like sours on him. Basically, I don't know. necessarily think Peter's taking advantage of Carp, though. Well, or maybe it turns into that, you know, like we're. Well, we've established that Carp has a very loving family. That's true. And that Peter probably comes from a broken home. And so I always kind of imagine, you know, similar to the, like the Averman and Goldberg thing, I've always imagined Peter's always kind of got a spot at Carp's table. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we talked about Peter maybe getting tangled in Hans's web as he gets older. And you mentioned the spot at Carp's table. Is that kind of structure from Carp's family? Is that enough to help Peter out, or does he kind of get lost in the Hans drug game? Based on what I know about Carp's dad, <laughs> <laughs> we've seen it. He is in the movie. We have seen him. He seems like he'd want to really try to help Peter, <laughs> but I'm not sure if he'd be able to. Yeah, I think it'd be one of those. Those situations where he tries time and time and time and time again, and eventually it's just like, okay, we we can't do this anymore. You know, we have to we have to like just let it run its course because it's exhausting. Okay, now throw out the opposite here with Peter getting involved. Does he, as you brought up earlier, does he man- start manipulating Carp and getting him involved and stuff? I I can totally see how, uh, especially maybe like when they're teenagers and stuff. Where Carp is the one that gets always left holding the bag, or you know, like he's the one that gets in trouble, and, and somehow, yeah. oh, like if they break into like a like a stereo shop or something, or or they're shoplifting, and yeah. Carp is the one that gets caught, and not Peter. Yeah. Like I could see that um, kind of just. I, I I think it would eventually kind of even out, or 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 kind of like flip over to the other side, tagging but, like some, or they're like tagging a yeah, like a. Like a skate park or something, mm-hmm. and yeah, runs off and carps slow, and <laughs> or or he just down. runs off, yeah. like he's like the lookout or whatever, and 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 bails or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I could totally see that happening. So, and plus, I could you could also see Peter being able to talk his way out of situations more than carp. I think, yeah, um, for sure. You know, he's he's more street smart. You know, he could kind of navigate those situations better than carp. Yeah, this carp, and this this might be a stretch, but is carp like a like a like a millhouse and. And Peter is like a Bart Simpson. Yeah, I don't think Carp is as like just terrible as Milhouse. Like at everything. (laughs) I feel like there are some Milhouse fans that are going to come after you. (laughs) That's all right. I'll take on the Milhouse. Milhouse is brighter than Carp, though. I mean, look at those. Yeah, like from like a yeah from like a school standpoint. But I don't think Milhouse is like a stereotypical kind of nerd. Like. In just like social situations or like things just always kind of go bad and they're embarrassing for him. I think Carp is more lovable. Like a lovable oaf. Yeah, like like he does stuff and he like things go bad, but people don't make fun of him for it. Like they're they're still his friends, even though they are making fun of him, I should say. Mm-hmm. Where like when things go bad for Millhouse, everyone just laughs at Millhouse because they don't like Millhouse. So what is kind of the final verdict? Are we are we saying this is a good relationship? Are we saying it's toxic? I say it grows toxic, like once they get older. Okay. I think it's fine now because it's just kids being kids, but I think it grows into uh, toxic for Carp and, and maybe even Carp's family. Wow. You see, I have, uh, this, this might sound wrong, but I have trouble thinking it's going to be too toxic because I, I never thought Carp was that bright. 
So it's not like, oh, Peter ruined this bright young man's future. It's kind of like Carp was going to be like a like a drifter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and so at least maybe this way, because now I can see him being like a bouncer, like if Peter has a bunch oh, of shady okay. nightclubs. And he's like, oh, I always got to hook up my boy Carp. You know, he's my muscle. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it is toxic, but it's not. I like it. I, I think Peter, like, looks out for him in, in the same way that Carp does. I think... And even though some of it's not necessarily like legal or ethical, mm-hmm. um, I don't think Peter's ever gonna like truly like abandon Carp or like lead him down. Like, and then it, or if if Carp is getting into some like bad shit, Peter's also doing it. It's yeah. not like he's like, yeah. oh, you should go be my fall guy. Yeah, I, but would... I, I. But when they're kids, I think it could be something where like, you know, well, we gotta run away, and Peter runs away, and he gets off, but Carp being slow is is caught see yeah and i never think i I wouldn't say it's ever uh like peter's intention for carp to get in trouble but i i I feel like it would just work out that way yeah and it would just happen again and again and again and it and it would just like lead to bad things for carp and and then carp eventually would have or carp's family would have enough of it and something like that Uh, yeah that's good that's all good analysis i like it all um if you have comments on Carp's family, or on whose best friend is whose best friend, go to thequackdeck.com. You can contact us there. Uh, at quackdeckpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quackdeckpod. Keep buying those shirts. Keep buy those pants. Buy things for your baby. Buy things for your dog. Buy them all. Go to the shop. It's at thequackdeck.com. iTunes, go there. Give us a five-star review. Tell us who your best friend is. And remember... Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. <laughs>